Welcome to Manifest Action, the podcast, hosted by me, Sarah Love. I'm an educator, success coach, and I'm here to help you break up with your excuses so you can start taking the action you need to manifest your dream life. If you're ready to get out of that endless cycle of procrastination and create big shifts in your life, then you are in the right place. So settle in, listen up, and let's manifest some action. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest Action, the podcast where we focus on taking the action required to manifest everything we've ever wanted. I'm just so thrilled that you're here listening. Thank you so much for all of the lovely feedback on the first three episodes. It truly made me so happy. So thank you for tuning in again. Today I'm back with another episode and from now on they will be airing weekly so make sure you subscribe or follow or whatever your podcast app gets you to do. It's wonderful to have you here. So yeah new episodes will be airing every single Wednesday. Make sure that you tune in. So as you know procrastination is something that I am obsessed with. I mean, now I've said that, it makes me sound like I'm obsessed with doing it, which I definitely used to be. But no, I am obsessed with helping you overcome it, understand your reasons for doing it, and myth-busting it. And today, we're going to talk all about eight real reasons why we do it that I just don't really see talked about that much. Well, maybe people are talking about them, but not in much detail. So that is what we are going to do today. Before we dive in though, if you are trying your hardest to overcome your procrastination habit, but whatever you're doing just doesn't seem to be working, I highly recommend you slide into my DMs. If you use the word podcast at any time during our conversation, you will get £100 off a one-on-one coaching mentorship with me. Imagine if you could finally understand how to take the action you know you need to in order to feel like you're moving forward with your goals. Imagine feeling like you're on track and making progress. How amazing that would be at the start of 2023. This offer is only valid if you get in before January 31st. So go to Instagram at Sarah Manifest Action and send me a DM and you can also check out the link in the show notes for more info on what working with me in a one-on-one capacity would look like. Okay, so now let's dive into eight real reasons why we procrastinate. And I just want to start off by saying that you do not procrastinate because you're lazy. And as we love to say here at Manifest Action, procrastination is a symptom. Yes, procrastination is a symptom and today we're going to talk about some things that your procrastination might be a symptom of. You'll probably find that more than one of these things applies to you and identifying what is causing your procrastination is a perfect first step to overcoming it. So let's dive in. Number one, perfectionism. Perfectionism is the enemy of action. This one hit me like a big yellow school bus when I first started looking into it. I'd always thought of perfectionists as those people who 
have that perfect handwriting and spent ages on a task making sure it looks perfect and not resting until it was nothing short of flawless and more than anything perfectionists never procrastinate that is definitely not how I've ever approached anything so I never in a million years thought that I would call myself a perfectionist however in truth perfectionists are very likely to procrastinate because what perfectionists do is we would rather not do anything at all than risk doing it put it out into the world and end up looking imperfect so see if this sounds like you you're at school or university and a month in advance the teacher sets you a long assignment like a project or an essay and you set out vague plans to spread the workload out over the next few weeks so you can give it a good go and get the best grade you can but every time you make a plan to work on it something else more important quote unquote comes up and the assignment gets pushed to the bottom of the list or you have a great idea for the assignment But you think about it for so long that you end up doubting whether it's good enough and never even get started. Before you know it, it's a week before the assignment is due and you haven't even started. You hurriedly throw something together and you probably finish it within minutes of the deadline. Your work does pretty okay and you feel fine about it. And this is what you tell yourself. Wow, I did pretty well on this project and it wasn't even my best work. Imagine how well I'd do if I actually tried my hardest. That just sounds like me to a T when I was at school. That's literally what I would tell myself when I didn't do, you know, perfectly or get perfect grades. Because I never actually worked my hardest. Because perfectionism is a fixed mindset keeping us safe from finding out what our best work looks like because we don't want to find out that actually our best isn't good enough. It means we can always use the excuse that we didn't get the best possible grade because we didn't actually try our best. We are never faced with our failures with our perfectionist mindset keeping us from giving anything our all. So this is all a way for us to avoid shame. Perfectionism is all about avoiding shame and leaning towards pleasure. And that's what I'm going to talk a little bit about next. So number two is valuing pleasure over pain. As humans, our brains are wired to move us away from pain and towards pleasure. And this worked great for our ancestors, who were so preoccupied with having enough food to eat and not getting eaten by saber-toothed tigers that it made sense for them to conserve energy by not doing anything strenuous when they didn't really need to. However, for those of us living in the 21st century, that genetic hardwiring just isn't really serving us anymore. We want to progress, we want to grow, we want to succeed. And to do that usually requires that we sign ourselves up for some discomfort. Our brains panic when we feel negative emotions like fear and overwhelm because they are consuming energy that our brains are trying to conserve so that we can use it to survive if we need to later. It tries to move us away from scary and hard things and towards things that are easy and safe. A little niggling in our heads tells us that we are far better binging Netflix all day long because it won't put us in a vulnerable position. This is why that we feel things pull us away from the hard thing even while we're doing it. You ever get the urge to clean the house while you're working? That would be your brain pulling you towards things that are easy and safe. It knows that cleaning the house ends well, but starting a business or studying for an exam 
yeah, your brain isn't really sure about the results of that one. So it would rather just have you avoid doing it. Number three is lack of discipline. Or we could also say lack of self-management. If you create plans for yourself, but have trouble sticking to them, then discipline is something you may need to work on. Or perhaps you set aside time for the big scary thing on your to-do list, but end up working on something else productive, but not the one thing that actually needs your attention. We have busy, multifaceted lives with many things that require attention and cultivating discipline can help you discern when to work on the hard thing, like finishing your essay for school and when to do the laundry. And this all comes down to good planning. And I said earlier that I am going to do an episode on planning very soon. I'm not sure when yet. Uh, But if discipline is something that you struggle with, I would actually have a look at it from more of a curious perspective and ask yourself why you decided that cleaning the house was more important than finishing your essay. What are you trying to avoid by not doing your essay I would really try to get clear on that number four is fear and I'm going to talk about three types of fear here fear of failure fear of judgment or fear of commitment whatever the reason your procrastination because it may vary from one day to another most of them stem from fear of something so fear of failure if you're listening to this then chances are you are dreaming of starting something huge maybe finally starting the business of your dreams, finally going after your dream job, or maybe you're in the middle of some academic studies and you just can't seem to do the work. If you're procrastinating on something high stakes, perhaps the reason is that you're afraid of what will happen if you fail. And then we have fear of commitment. You're a multifaceted, 3D, super awesome human with a ton of different interests and passions and taking on one huge thing that you know is going to take up a ton of your time is scary what if you don't have time for all the other things in your life that are important to you if you commit to this one big thing trust me I get it and I talked a little bit about this in another episode about how when I decided that giving up traveling well not giving up but significantly reducing the amount of traveling that I'm doing felt really uncomfortable for me because I'd been so used to doing it it was one of my passions and I just didn't really know who I was without doing all this traveling but because I knew that I wanted to start a business that would allow me to travel more in the future I had to put that on pause for a while and committing to going all in on a business and not having as much time for traveling was really challenging and then we have fear of judgment but people will laugh people will judge and people will talk yeah they will (laughs) if you're growing into something even bigger than what you are now and that is out of the comfort zone of other people in your life they will have thoughts they will have words and they will have judgment and they will tell you about it and there is very little you can do to stop that but you can choose not to listen it and I know this is way easier said than done I've definitely struggled with this one especially putting myself out there online. I've really been afraid for a long time that you know people I don't want to come across my content would come across it. That was really scary for me. Um, so I understand if that is something that you are working on. It takes time and it never really truly goes away. Um, but you've just got to remember that this is your life. You get to do whatever you want with it. And 
other people's opinions of you is none of your business. Number five, you might procrastinate because you have unclear plans and vague goals. And these two go hand in hand because you can set goals and not plan for them. And you can also make plans with no clear goal in mind and they work together. And without having well, having one without the other is a recipe for procrastination to occur. So first of all, let's look at goals without good plans. We'll use fitness as an example. I love using this as an example because it just applies to everything. And let's say that you've committed to losing 10 pounds. We could even say that you've decided you're going to do this by exercising three times a week and making healthier food choices. That is a great step in the right direction, but is it enough to actually make follow through happen? To avoid procrastinating on your big fitness goal, then having a plan of action is key. When are you going to do these workouts? What workouts are you going to do? What healthier food options are you going to eat? And when are you going to prepare them? Answering those questions and putting them into your calendar mean that they are so much more likely to happen. Now, what about plans without clear goals? So let's say you finally get your head around calendar blocking, which is when you take your to-do list and you enter it into your calendar and you commit to doing those tasks at the time that you've said and following through with this is much easier said than done. And in my planning episode that I'm planning on doing in the near future, I will talk a little bit about this. So you master calendar blocking and you fill it up with things like write essay, do homework, work on business. You can see here that with those headings, you don't really have a clear goal in mind for those sessions. If you don't know that you're planning to write 500 words for your essay in the next hour, then distractions are bound to creep in. So setting a more long-term goal, like I will complete my essay using 10 hours of work and then sticking 10 hours of solid work into your calendar. You can use a tool like Focusmate to support you with that. I talked about that in a previous episode and commit to putting those 10 hours in your calendar and making sure that you tweak your plans as necessary as you go through it. If, you know, after seven hours, you realize that you're gonna need another seven hours, you can tweak your plans accordingly after that. Planning out your goals in this way, having a clear path in front of you, putting it into your calendar will reduce overwhelm and the urge to procrastinate. Number six is lack of determination. Now, I think this one's pretty obvious, so I'm not going to talk very much about it. If a task is not exciting or immediately rewarding, we tend to put it off. However, it is important not to mistake this for laziness. Instead, we can try to figure out what about the task is causing us to procrastinate and why we just lack the motivation to just get on with it. And there are things we can put in place, like good planning, like I just mentioned, and some rewards. And making the task just more enjoyable makes it far more likely that it will actually happen. A few weeks ago, I had to sign a huge stack of documents. I swear this stack of papers was about the size of War and Peace. I have no idea how many pages it was, but I had to put my signature on every single page. It was the most tedious job ever. I did not want to do it. I procrastinated on it for like over a week and then the day before I needed to give it over to the person I was giving it to came and I was like right I'm gonna take myself to Starbucks I'm gonna order my favorite drink I'm going to put on uh Taylor Swift I think her her Midnight's album had just come out 
and I was really enjoying it. So I put on the album and I just sat there with my favorite drink, with my favorite muffin, and I signed every page that I needed to sign. Just made it more enjoyable. If you lack determination for doing a task, find a way to make it more fun and just do it. Number seven, far-reaching rewards. Now, going back a little bit to rewards, most of the tasks that we work on day to day do not come with an immediate reward, like schoolwork or university work, for example. You know in the back of your mind that if you put in the hard work now, then a couple of years, you'll be rewarded with a qualification that will enable you to go after a great job. However, that is just too far away for our brains to perceive as worthwhile. Instead, we need to train our brains to value delayed gratification rather than instant gratification. Instant gratification, I feel like I could do a whole episode on that. It's, you know, the feeling that we want to get that dopamine hit now. We want to feel happy now. And what we really need to do is we need to get more comfortable with the discomfort, value that delayed gratification so that we can work towards our goals. So you can do this by scheduling rewards for yourself throughout the week or the month. For example, every time I spend 10 hours working on my business, I will treat myself to a manicure, chocolate bar, cocktail, insert favorite treat here, that kind of thing. I think I took this from um, James Clear's Atomic Habits and it really has proven quite a useful system in my life um and I don't try to I try not to use this for any sort of big milestone like I assigned three clients or I got 10 more students or whatever but if but more so for the amount of time I've put into something like launching my podcast when I launched my podcast I celebrated with a bottle of Prosecco with my partner things like that And finally, indecision. You might be someone who procrastinates because you feel like there is always something pulling you in different directions and you're unsure of what the right path is. This is called decisional procrastination. This is the feeling that you're working on something like schoolwork and then you get that nagging feeling that this isn't what you're meant to be doing and keep thinking about the business you've always wanted to start. If this is you, then take some time to dig deep into what you really want to be doing and what is getting in your way. After listening to this, you will probably be feeling like you've fallen into many or even all of these categories at some point in your life. And it's my hope that you feel seen by this podcast and know that your feelings and responses to those feelings in the form of procrastination are absolutely normal. And if you want to dig deep into your tendency to procrastinate, then I have another super affordable offer for you, which is my get out of your own way single session. You will get a one hour coaching call with me for just £44. Before the call, you will get a dig deep questionnaire where you can dive into what's really holding you back. And then after the call, you will get seven days of WhatsApp coaching with me so that you can really get to the bottom of what's getting in your way. We can come up with a plan together and you can really feel like you are getting yourself back on track. All right, you guys, that is all I have for you today. Thank you for listening to episode four of Manifest Action, the podcast. As a reminder, there is still a goodie available for you as a listener of this podcast. I am offering you a free visualization meditation if you leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. So go over there, write your review and 
before you press send, take a screenshot, send it to me and I will send you back a free visualization meditation to help you visualize actually taking the action you need to in order to manifest your dream life. Thank you so much for tuning in today and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star rating and a review. And if you want to feel even more inspired, then you can go ahead and follow me over on Instagram at Sarah Manifest Action. Catch you in the next episode.